Welcome to Road to Redemption, a show sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. Well, welcome to Road to Redemption. This is John Martin, and I'm your host today. And this is a, a weekly show where we visit with folks that share their life journeys and powerful testimonies, giving people hope. And I'm just so excited today to be visiting with my friend Tuba. Atuba? Ataba. Ataba. Yes, sir. Tuba's nickname, but that's that's good. Thank you for having me. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Ataba, thank you. And I and, and I just am so happy to when I saw you and you said you'd come on, we were so excited to get you in here. And uh, first off, Ataba, your name. T- tell us a little bit about that and where, where that came from. Ataba is uh, African. Uh, my mom got it out of an African book back in the day. And uh, just recently, about a year or so ago, had some people give me a word and looked up the meaning and it means the one who understands or one who understands so uh yeah it's a blessing to get that uh that name and my nickname tuba is funny how i got that is playing football in high school my coach looked at the paper and the roll call and called out he was like a tiba a chiba a taiba well i'm just gonna call you tuba and it stuck (laughs) so uh stuck from all the way high school to today so uh it's a good name too, powerful name. So yeah, I'm proud yeah. of both. Yeah, both are good. Yeah, yes, sir. so yes, sir. So great. Well, thanks, thanks for that. And 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 tell us a little bit about your background. I know you you grew up around here in in, in Pensacola, right? Yes, sir. I'm uh, I'm from Pensacola. I was born in uh, Fort Belvoir, Virginia, and uh, my dad was in the military, and uh, they're from Pensacola and. He retired in Leavenworth, Kansas, and my grandma got sick. So me, my mom, and my brother, we came back to Pensacola to help her through her time of need and just started going through, uh, you know, high school there, middle school, and, and settled in Pensacola. And, uh, man, it's, it was it was an eye-opener just to see, uh, you know, just how things were. It was culture. Um, got introduced to drugs at a young age. Uh, doing the wrong things, hanging out with the wrong crowds. Um, jumped into high school. Was uh, playing football there. Uh, my first time playing football, and uh, jumped into high school. Did pretty good. Um, still continue to do the right, wrong things, and running wrong crowds and. God was with me the whole time, blessed me, um, situations that I went through and, um, was pretty decent in football. Guy came there my senior year was a, a blessing to me now looking back on it. And, uh, he, uh, he saw something in me that I didn't see. Cause at that time I thought, you know, my senior year, I was going to go, uh, join the military, kind of follow my dad's footsteps and, you know, he was like, do you want to go to college? And I was like, yeah, I mean, there's a chance I'll go. So he sent some tape out, uh, believed in me. Um, it was a junior college in Texas, Trinity Valley Community College, and they gave me a full ride, you know, praise God, and his hand was upon me and went there. Um, if you know anything about junior colleges and, you know, being in Texas, and it's just a struggle there. It was not too much going on, but Lord made a way, had some tutors. Um, had people there again, believing in me. Um, 
I did pretty good, did all right, played old line, left tackle. Um, then I had this recruit uh, recruit visit to Iowa State. The coaches there, they was it was again as, as to look back, it was God, and uh, they uh, they came visit me. The head coach came visit me. The, the D line coach, O line coach. So I was just you know smitten by that, and I also went to the campus to seen all the snow. So it kind of remember you know brought back memories of the days I was in Kansas and playing in the snow and. So I choose went to Iowa State, went to Iowa State, and, uh, you know, I had troubles there in junior college too, you know, some things I got into, lessons of God that, uh, you know, got my academics right and got to a D1 in Iowa State and uh, went to Iowa State. Um, not the most successful team, but we beat Iowa, if you know the yeah, Iowa, yeah. Iowa State rivalry. rivalry. Yeah, so... Um, he was just with me through that. Still, academics had good tutors. Um, it was the last game, and we're coming home on the bus. And uh, our quarterback was like, "Hey, my agent want to talk to you." And I had no idea I was going to go to the NFL level. So he was like, "Man, you, you possibility that you can uh, you can play next level in the NFL." I was like, "Okay, for sure. Let me try this out." You know, and this this talking about it now is you know this god just last minute like no i got something better i got something better but i still was wasn't fully in i wasn't you know doing the right things i was doing i was still following the world so i go go with this agency there out of new york um sports stars and uh got drafted got drafted in sixth round with the cleveland browns in 2008 just more stuff happened, more money, more problems. It's like a old Biggie quote, but, uh, you know, I, I, I was, you know, blessed to be in the NFL and, uh, went down that journey, did seven years there. And through all that, just, uh, had, you know, had a recognition, um, was in top physical shape. Uh, people knew me, uh, decent contracts, be able to take care of my mom, family. And uh, after the seven years was up, I uh, got released there and went to the Seattle Seahawks. So I did two years there, and I met my wife, now my wife, but back then my girlfriend, and she kind of planted a seed and was, you know, Annette, Annette yeah. Rubens, my yeah. wife, and uh, love you, baby. Yeah. And uh, she she nudged me to go to, uh, I love her for this, she nudged me to go to uh, uh Bible study with my coach, Rocky Santos. You know, if you know players and coaches then, especially me not living the right way, yeah. I'd rather do 10 million other things than other go to Bible study with my, my coach. But, you know, I gave it a chance. I, you know, I listened and um, he just started planting more seeds. We met, I think it was like every Tuesday or every Wednesday, and our days off. And, uh, I don't know, still still going the wrong direction, still doing things I wasn't doing, doing drugs, uh, uh, not living right, you know. So after that, after I, I mean, after Seahawks, after visiting with him a little bit, I kind of felt that knock from God. I felt that, like, that that uh, knock at the door. is like, you need to change some things. You're not, you can't be this, you know, this in a certain amount of years, like, uh, like, live in the same way. 
So I prayed about it. I wanted to change. And uh, God continued to show some things in my life that was was need to be removed. And uh, went to... Um, Went to uh, Denver, was in Denver with the Broncos for probably like two months, then finished out the league year with the Atlanta Falcons. Um, Then after that year, went to Oakland Raiders. And uh, during training camp, I tore my bicep. And uh, it was like a a regular routine, regular tackle. Uh, Stuck my arm out, running back, ran through it, popped my bicep, done. Haven't played since. Wow. So uh, it was just a, you know, but God moment now looking back at it because he took me out of that situation or that situation happened for me to realize, okay, what I'm going to do after football. I have all this status. I have all this, you know, what the world says is successful, but he's the standard. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And when I got here, I ran into uh, David Buchanan and his family at the airport like, like three times in a row, that's, you know, another God moment that's uh, just like, hey, man, what, what's, what's up with you? I could see, I could see uh, how he was with his kids. We just got involved and we just uh, started doing life together. He invited me to a small group. I started going here to church. I, I got baptized here two years ago. Um, got married about a year ago. Lord blessed me with my first baby boy. Uh, this September. So I say all that to say this, that I thought success was having the money and, and, and doing what the world was considered right, you know, but the, the right thing is putting God first and fully diving in and fully giving your, your all to God. And when I did that, I seen blessings on top of blessings um, and a peace, you know, like God could take it all away right now and I'll still be at peace, you know, and he, and he did. And I, I, I didn't play football there for a while and kind of was like, what's next? And the next thing and what was there the whole time was God. Amen. Wow. Well, got a great story too. Um, I'm, I know so many people are going to be blessed by hearing this and we're visiting with Ataba Rubin. Uh, his nickname is Tuba, which I, I call him sometimes. So yeah. <laughs> I hope that's okay. No, that's fine, man. Perfect. Uh, but we're we're just so delighted to 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 visit with you today, Tuba, because you've got such a great story of you're a very humble guy that you know came up and, and really didn't even see your potential in football. You you thought you were going to go in the military, yes, sir, as you said, and you know didn't even think you you could play at the college level, much less you you spent. 10 years in the NFL. Um, you know, I, when I was looking at your background, I think it was like six teams you played with in the NFL. Yes, sir. Um, how was that? I mean, yeah, just, I mean, God, that, that was a lot of different places you were going mm-hmm. in a short period of time, especially in the last part of your career. Talk, talk to us a little bit about that and on your journey. Uh, it was a blessing. It was a blessing to meet um, the different people. Um, it was a blessing to be able to get drafted see the culture of the town. Um, it definitely was amazing to play with the Seattle Seahawks and the Legion of Boom and um, playing with Russell Wilson, mighty man of God there mm-hmm. that is salt and light over there in that area. Um, 
but it's just a different it's a different world you know a lot of them guys are 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 uh, not saying they're without god or you know i i, I noticed that there are a lot of them are uh, into certain things that could take them away from god like we was talking before like money kind of money kind of can drown out god's voice and uh we need more people like russell wilson's or more people like like me or or guys that are, have been in the league that can go back and reach to the mother guys and say hey man it is lighter than the tunnel especially after your career you can't play football forever yeah so um man it, i got a heart towards them guys and i I see there's hope. There's some guys that are um, doing the right thing, and they will be. Um, God will get his people and choose his people. So um, it was just a blessing, man. I could take care of my family, and um, I can influence people here around me in this area that thinks, you know, that is, it's important to be at a status of being an NFL player where if you don't have God, you don't have nothing. You know, God is everything, so. Amen, amen. Well, talk to us a little bit about your uh, relationship with Christ. I know you mentioned earlier your, you know, your mom and, and Pensacola. Were, was this always a part of you? And, and t- tell us a little bit about that journey. Well, uh, my first memory of my mom and, and Christ was uh, her reading Matthew to me, the red part of the Bible, and um, she used to pray over me and we used to read the 23rd songs and Lord's Prayer. And I used to always see her in the kitchen cooking, listening to Mahalia Jackson. Um, so my mom, you know, my mom, uh, she she pointed me in the right direction. It was another seed. It was another seed that uh, she planted and had a lot of aunties and, and grandmas praying for me and, you know, being in the South, we, we had, we had God with us for sure. So, uh, he was always there. It's just, uh, now I'm, you know, fully in and, and fully embrace and, and, uh, surrender to what he wants to do with my life. What, what was the turning point you would say that really got you full in to where you were following Christ? I want to say when my bicep tore, and uh, there was a, a low point of like, okay, what I'm gonna do next? What? Well, it's, this is it, you know, like, cause it was always, if you, you know, through my stories, like, okay, I'm kind of, kind of had a backup plan, or kind of had like, a kind of path where to go next, but it, it, it was, it wasn't there. It was like, okay, I'm, cause I was planning on maybe playing another two or three years, and then possibly thinking about what's next. But it just, boom, happened. Bicep gone. No other team calls you year after year after. So that was a turning point. Um, my wife, um, me and her, we, we really got serious in the Lord. We uh, we uh, kind of did the, the celibate thing, and we kind of, our last couple months before we got married, we just kind of, uh, slept in separate bedrooms. We really dove in and gave our life to Christ because we both was going through a low point in our life. And uh, he saved us. He brought us through all that, um, blessed us with a baby boy. 
starting to see changes around here in this area and our in our lives and how we can bless people and how God is working through us and uh, coming to small groups here. I remember coming into a small group setting with David Buchanan and I was looking like, man, I miss, you know, missing football. But when I sat there in a group full of, in a room full of men and it was like, everybody's praying and worshiping God and, and it's like a football team atmosphere, but we're trying to get to heaven and we're giving praise and worship to God. And I was like, this is exactly where I want to be at. This is it. So all that, you know, all that played into it. And, uh, man, like I said, I got baptized here and got married, man. And just, it's just a lot of things. He chose me and I finally just opened that door, man. Finally yeah. let him in. Well, talk to us a little bit about where you are today and what, what's your passion about? What, what, what are you working on today and what's your passion? My passion now is, uh, I want to spend more time with the Lord. Been uh, waking up probably six thirty, putting Him first, put Him first, man. My relationship and everybody' relationship with the Lord comes first. As you know, scriptures. One of my scriptures, ten, Luke ten, uh, twenty-seven. Love the Lord with all your heart, all your mind and soul, and your neighbor as yourself. So, first, Him, uh, my wife. Try to be a good husband for my wife. Um, my kids, I got, I got three girls and one boy. So we got a full house. Uh, so they're eight, six, three, and, uh, three months. So I want to be the best father I can be, best dad for them. And then, uh, next would be just to, uh, to keep telling my testimony or to keep, um, uh, being a salt and light to others around me and be uh, a godly man um, I love interacting and having one-on-one with men and talking, you know, about God. And, uh, and that's, you know, that's, that's something I, I love. I love texting my, my friends, love texting them, sending them scriptures, sending them videos. We meet up, you know, for lunch before going to small group after before, you know, and just talking about God, just loving on each other, you know, and uh, that's my passion right now. I got some other things in the works with me and my wife. We're trying to, uh, uh, we are um, donating uh, some money and uh, we're helping out people in the community. And uh, with God's hand and his plan, we'll be able to do some bigger and better things in his will in the future. So, yeah. Uh, well, as I was telling you earlier, when, when I see you too, I, I see a guy that's just been transformed by Christ Amen. You have so much joy, uh, peace, and, you know, as we were talking about earlier, I, I think you see a lot of people that get to high levels of success in the NFL, in life, and, and you know, and they don't have that. They, you know, they seem to be, um, you know, pretty stressed out, pretty, mm. you know, even though they have all this success, it does, doesn't seem like it's, they, they have the joy, and that that's really the mission of this show, you know, we want to see people out there of all walks of life have the joy of Christ. So uh, is there any other, you know, as we come to the end, any other advice or anything you'd want to share with anybody listening that might relate with your story? Yeah. Um, put God first, um, trust in him. I know there was a, a sermon spoke here at destiny, maybe a 
maybe two or three weeks ago about putting our hope in him in this time of season. You know, hope in him is, is forever, it's eternal. Uh, hope in the world and money and finances, it's going to burn away. It's going gonna, it's gonna to let you down eventually. Um, so that's just my, my final word. You know, put him first, uh, trust in him, uh, love him with all your heart. Um, the, the, the standard is him. The, the goal is him. Chase him. Um, the, the riches, what the world says is success and money and, and, and fame and all that is nothing. It's vanity, you know. Um, just God bless you. God bless you all. Um, continue to fight the good fight. And uh, that's it, man. Yeah, Love man. you. Thank you, Ataba. And uh, we're so blessed to have you on. And I know folks are going to hear this story and they're just going to be inspired uh, by someone like you uh, to share your story. And, um, you know, take that step. Uh, we just ask anyone that's listening, take that step, open a Bible, just start reading God's word. Um, go to a church, go to a small group, uh, make yourself accountable. Uh, don't hide. You know, we're, we're all fallen. Yes. We're all, we all fall short, but with Christ, we can become redeemed. Amen. So thank you. Thank Tim. you. We enjoyed it. God bless you. You've been listening to Road to Redemption, sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. If you have any comments or questions, we would love to connect with you. You can reach out to us at destinyradio.live. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week on Road to Redemption.